Yeah. I pull up in Lexus like it's 07. I just hit a lick, I gotta hit the next one. Last year, I know you learned your lesson. I could GPS you if you need a dressing. Boss up, I'm the bigger homie, but I'm one year older than my little homie. Oh, Welcome back to Underemployed, y'all. David here, Jack here. Uh, it is December 6th, 2018. It is two days after Jay Z's birthday, which. I don't know why it's not a federal holiday yet. I've written many letters to my congressmen and women about it. David, your opinion. We don't have any congresswomen in Virginia. Well, actually, who have I been, been writing letters to? I mean, I think here it's Don Byer. Oh, that's right. Fun fact, I got my key from Don Byer, too. Okay. Moving on. Anyway, Jason's birthday, federal holiday. Let's get on that, people. His family, his family raised pigs. <laughs> Don Byer or JC? Don Byer. Not JC. <laughs> I was going to say JC grew up in the Marcy Project. That probably wasn't the case. Uh, if, they had, if, they, if they could afford a second apartment to raise pigs, they're doing all right. So. <laughs> it's probably wouldn't have had to sell crack all those years. Probably not. So, David, how's the job been going? Job is going well. Uh, keeping me busy. I'm spending a lot of time in the car. Um, hey, has that worn, out, that worn you out yet? No, not yet. I... I, I, I get to walk around, I get to be in the sunshine, what little of it there is anymore. It is um, cold though. It's not even so much that it's cold, it's just that it's been gray. There's yeah. been so much overcast, or rain, or snow, and this, when it has snowed, it hasn't stuck, so it hasn't really been worth a damn. That's, I was saying this to someone yesterday, We and actually, actually it was my mom yesterday, that because we're on that teetering line, we don't... Basically, we, we are at the mercy of a degree or two of temperature to basically say, is this going to be eight inches of snow, or is this going to be half an inch of slush that we all have to walk in? And it's sort of a yeah, frustrating exactly. process. Uh, I like this weather. You and I might differ a little bit, although we both like the cold. In this I summer. don't mind this. It's still warm enough that I can go out and play Frisbee for Frisbee. a couple hours and like not need gloves and a sweatshirt and like a whole bunch of other stuff. When it starts getting to the point where, like, I gotta wear like a thermal layer. I'm just out because I get overheated so quickly. Yeah. And then you know, it's I, not fun. The only thing I I like winter, but I and I know you'll agree with me on this. I prefer I, I miss longer days. That's the one thing I don't like the sun setting it. Well, afraid. we need to stop changing time. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. We did that in the 16, 17, 1800s when we didn't have electricity. Right. And now that we have electricity <laughs> consistently, the necessity for daylight saving or, time or, is done. Or if we're trying to save on electricity, why would you give us an hour where we, an extra hour where we might use it and need more? You know what I mean? Like, why would you give us an hour where we need more lights to be turned on this time of year instead of being... Yeah. Anyway. There's probably a reason why they still do it. Actually, I want you to think about this. I've heard this proposal. The idea that they take the the Rocky Mountain and Pacific time mm -hmm. as one time zone, and they take the Central and Eastern time zone as one hour ahead of that. No. Why not? Because this, the country is so massive. But wouldn't that make it easier to say, for example? No, it wouldn't. Logistic, logistically, it's logistically n not changing time co costs us nothing. Yeah. But having to change two, t changing four time zones into two. You are logistically causing a headache that would take decades to deal with. Probably, wouldn't you just instead have it be once it comes to daylight saving times, one does, one doesn't, and then you just go from there. Think about it. No, that's dumb. Because why would you like? 
as as it currently stands, California I know had a ballot initiative on the in in their most recent election that was going to do away with daylight savings time. I know that there are a couple of counties, Arizona, I know doesn't acknowledge yeah. it. It's just it's just not necessary. Right. So that is that is the a not the pettiest hill I'm willing to die on, oh, but it is a petty hill I'm willing to die on. I I come also with this as an angle from a San Francisco Giant and Los Angeles Lakers fan who doesn't like staying up like last night to watch the Lakers Spurs game. Lakers won. Uh, I stayed up till one in the morning to watch the game, and I mean I can do that. I am 26. I'm young. I'm vibrant, but at some point, I'm not going to be able to do that anymore. So anyway, that's my selfish need for it. But move to California. There's earthquakes and mudslides and there's earthquakes and mudslides here. That's true. We never really recovered from that 2011 earthquake, did we? We never rebuilt. <laughs> that was a shame. Remember when we were saying we will rebuild, and then we just sort of gave up on it? piss poor effort. I mean, they finally finished the uh, the the, re- the work they, d- they do on the uh, Washington Monument. That That's took right. a while. That legit. That had to have been, I think, three years or so. That was the only like significant damage I I remember. Every time we went to the wa- the reason I don't like sightseeing in the city as much is because I remember when your family and my family would try to go to the Washington Monument when we were young. Every time without fail it was closed for yeah. something. It's like the Statue of Liberty is always closed. And so well, I, Statue of Liberty has been closed since 9-11. Have they really never opened it back mm-hmm. up? No, at least not the not the, not the the crown. You've only been able to go to the pedestal since 9-11. I've been, I went to the crown. I did that. And you know what? The generation below us will never know what that feels like. Eh, they will at some point. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Yeah. If, <laughs> if the Statue of Liberty is still standing. <laughs> we got about ten years before global warming kills us, so I mean... Yeah, who knows? I mean, that thing is high enough that, like, the pedestal is high enough. The rest of Liberty Island is probably going to be underwater. You can't buy tourists. So is Alice Island, Wolf. Ugh, poor New York. Yeah. 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 New York is a hellhole. And you know how I feel about hell holes. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was was good. I spent it with my aunt. Uh, Bethany was in California surprising friends. Um, well, one of it was a surprise on one end. The other person did not know. Did well, know. Was, uh, I was going to imagine that compared to the eight degree wind chill we had here at San Diego, right? It was probably a nice little change of pace. Yeah, yeah, they went to the zoo um, and Legoland, and Bethany took some incredible photos with her new phone. Um, Do you want to plug that phone, since I know you are not Team Apple? No, I don't need to plug it. <laughs> They're not paying my bills. <laughs> Although, if they want to. Yeah, I can say if they want to. <laughs> I'll gladly throw this iPhone in the trash right I now. I will <laughs> shill for them if they start paying my bills, but they're not paying my bills, so I'm not shilling. <laughs> um, my Thanksgiving was fun. Again, the aforementioned cold was interesting because I got up on two hours sleep. I didn't even go out the night before. That's how you know we're in our mid to late 20s. I, was, I went out. I, I texted a couple people. I was like, uh, hey, are there any plans? It's like, ah, no, we're not really doing anything. And uh, I was like, huh. oh, I went to my high school. Uh, Wait, for real? I yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, my, I thought you vowed you would never go back. Or at least go to a reunion. Yeah, I didn't go to the reunion, okay. but I went to this thing. So the, what my high school does, and something that they blatantly ripped off from our rival high school, um, basically they have an open bar. In the cafeteria. Oh, sounds like a good idea to rip off. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it was tw- tickets were twenty bucks in advance or thirty at the door. Uh, things started at like eight. I got there at like eight forty. Fashionably late, but not too late. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, paid thirty bucks and got got my money's worth. Yeah, I got I got I, I got thirty dollars. I got what would be thirty dollars at any bar worth of Miller Lite because 
that was all I wanted to drink of, of what they had. Did they serve uh, alcohol in like juice boxes to make it really feel like a high school <laughs> No, they had bottles. Uh, and then we got, and then there's been a, a tremendous amount of renovation that's been done at my high school lately. Under Armour donated sixteen million dollars to the high school. Now, do you want to explain why? The owner of Under the founder Kevin Plank went there. Yeah, the founder of Under Armour went to my <laughs> high school. Yada yada yada. He didn't go that long. I'd like to point out he only went for like a year because he, he went long enough. Because he got kicked out of Georgetown Prep. Wait, is that true? Yes. <laughs> he got kicked out of Georgetown Prep, went to St. John's for like a year, and has donated an insane amount of money. I'm guessing that was sort of a thank you for letting me, like, get my shit back. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Whatever. Catholic allegiances are fickle and petty. I have to say this. It just, it doesn't bother me, it just more amuses me that my high school... And college, which both bear the same name as mm-hmm. George Mason. There is not a single famous alum from either of those schools. My friend Brittany Morgan, bless her heart, who is at the I'm looking this up right now. We don't you can go to the Wikipedia page on George Mason University famous alum. And I guarantee you you will have I mean Jim Laranega is a famous associate person. Yes, the coach that led us to the final four in two. And then and then went to Miami and added an NEA yeah. to his name. Shout out to Brittany Morgan, who I'm sure is going to be the most famous alum, and shout out to my friend Julie, who did go there, although she hates the school, so there's no reason for her to associate. But I guarantee you, you can look up that list, and you'll probably recognize one or two of the names. Most of the names on that so-called famous list uh, page don't even have their own Wikipedia page. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, let me look. Um, we had one player. We're famous for that Final Four run. We had one player ever play in I mean, you have a Nobel Prize winning economist as a faculty member. Boring. You have a second Nobel Prize winning economist as a faculty member. Where's where where's the like movie stars? Where's the uh, the tomahawk throwers? Where are the real people? I don't care about Nobel Prize winners. I mean, you've got a couple. You've got. Several Nobel Prize winners. Have you so, heard I mean, of that's, any, Have you heard of any of them? No, but there, there's. Right. I couldn't. I couldn't name you this year's Nobel Prize winners. Doesn't make them any less important. Yeah. I uh, can... President of Puntland and Prime Minister of Somalia is an alum. Who Somalia is a real good guy. Uh, Justin Bohr, professional baseball yes, player with the Miami Marlins. Justin Bohr, who just got Sean married. Sean Camp, week. baseball player. Not Sean, Kemp. Not, not Sean Kemp. Sean Camp. <laughs> Uh, Ray Seaburn, better known, actress best known for playing Kim Wexler on Better Call Saul. Okay. Jake Kalish, baseball player. Who are you, people? I've heard of Justin Bohr. I remember Justin Bohr. In fact, here's the point. Paula Garini, anchor, senior correspondent, CNN International. Okay. How about... You have some famous, you have some... C D list famous. Here's the funny thing about Justin Bohr. When I was this was a Nats Marlins game because Bohr used to play for the Marlins, and I think this was 2014, or no, it was actually probably later because I think I'd already started going to the school by that point. And Bob Carpenter, who's the announcer for the Nats, said uh, Justin Bohr, alum of George Mason University, and I said out loud to no one in particular, I said, "Oh, I didn't know we had a baseball team." I legitimately didn't know... You're the dear D1 school. I know. Well, again, David, this shows you what our priorities are. We are a big commuter school. We're, we're basically, like, get in, get out. According to Wikipedia, Mitski is an alum of your high school. The painter? No. The, the singer. That's kind of a big deal. I, I'm unfamiliar with Mitski's oeuvre. Um... Mitski's... Mitski's, uh... She is a, a bit of an odd one. Did she, do, did uh, she, she makes some very interesting music. Um, did she do My Neck, My Back? No. Oh, okay. That's Kaya. Yeah. Um, there's very little about where she grew up, but Wikipedia is making the claim that she 
Fuck edit, to your high school? Edit, edit. My high school. That's what she, That's what they're claiming. Okay. So, so, okay. All right. George Mason, George Mason High School, Falls Church, Virginia. Rep, rep high, rep proud. Uh, I honestly... I, I can't, like... There's nothing in, in her personal history here about any connection to the area, so, like... Yeah. Eh? Falls Church alone doesn't have a whole lot. Actually... Bruce Bochy, manager of the San Francisco Giants, and one of their pitchers used to live in Falls Church. Uh, Tommy Amaker, head coach of Harvard, very smart school. Uh, sure, or just very wealthy. And very smart, Conan Bryan went there, but Tommy Amaker coaches their basketball team. I think he still does, if not he went to Texas, but still uh, I've, I've met some pretty dumb people who went to Harvard. Well, you and I are kind of smart, and we took 18 years combined to graduate college, so, you know, it's, it's understandable. College is not the all-encompassing... Uh, Intelligence. That was pretty ironic that I just called it smart and then couldn't finish that sentence. Anyway, it is... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So Thanksgiving-wise, I was going on two hours sleep and drove from my house to Rhode Island in eight... It was... The wind chill in Rhode Island and Appenog when I went was eight degrees on Thanksgiving. Like, it went from pretty chilly to cold. I loved it, but it was like... Yeah, I went to I went to Tacoma Park. I went to my aunt's place. Um, Tacoma Park's nice. And uh, it was cold enough that we didn't bother refrigerating things. We just <laughs> left them outside. Jeez. Yeah, which is like... That's a, pretty dope. Yeah, like all the beer that I brought. That was that was my contribution to Thanksgiving was beer and collard greens. Dude, you work in beer now. That's perfectly Exactly. Well, you know, my aunt wanted to try some of the stuff and people who were coming to Thanksgiving wanted to try the stuff, so I... Brought a case, uh, an assorted case of things. That's good. Various it, and sundry libations. It is beanie season. It is indeed beanie season. And and and, and it's cuffing season, but it's beanie season. Let's focus on it's, the It's primarily primarily beanie, beanie season. season. Yes. If you are not wearing a beanie and in this weather, then David and I recommend that you change your lifestyle. Uh, you know who did not have a Thanksgiving, a good Thanksgiving, I should say, hmm. was the uh, the the family of the child who the parents decided to name Ab City or spelled out A B C D. E. Did you read about this story? Yes, I read about this, and that child... Uh, so, that child's parents deserve to be made fun of mercilessly. Yeah. Not the child, obviously. Well, I mean, yeah, the child's gonna well, catch... Well, once, once the kid's old enough to, the, like... The, the child, that child is going to catch heat for a while, but I would not be surprised if that kid changes their name on the day they turn 18. Oh, yeah. Why you would name your child... Like, that is... The, you, that you is, that is truly the whitest name I've ever heard. Here's the other thing that came out with this. There was a study I'm pulling out that there are also 373 people named Absidy in the United States of America. Oh, for God's sake. And all 373 of those parents need to be taken to yes. counseling. Hang your heads in shame. If, if I had a kid, I should not have children. Let me say it for the record so it's on public record. If I did... I would want my kid to have a normal name. Like, it's, I don't even care or, about, like, normal versus not sure. normal name. If you want to have... A non-bully name. I, eh, eh, I, 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 you and I will disagree. Okay, agree to disagree on this. But, like, if you're going to name your child something like that, don't get butthurt when <laughs> their name gets mispronounced. Yeah. Because, like, that is not based on any sort of... I dialectual. Would, I would not have known how. Basis. I, there's no linguistic. Like I have some linguistic friends. Friend, you know, they studied that in college. I would love for them to yeah. go all in and figure out like any sort of roots to it. The whole issue with the name was that there was a Southwest employee that posted it uh, on his Facebook or whatever and sort of made fun of the child. And you know what? I would have done the, probably not Facebook. Would not have posted it on social media, would have sent it to, to friends. Yeah, I would, have, I would have posted it to my Snapchat story, 
But there would have been a few people that would have gotten that Snapchat. <laughs> um, yes. If I had a son, like, I'd name him Shaquille or something. Like, guess, you know, with the middle name. Totally of, reasonable. <laughs> if I had a daughter, I would name her Shaquille. It would be for <laughs> There might be a reason why I've been a victim of cuffing season so many times. I don't know. But I, I think you mean <laughs> not been a victim of cuffing season? You, and no, and, and let's, be, uh, let's be honest. It's not really a, you're not really a victim. Because... With cuffing season, the whole concept is it's mutual. Hmm. You're both like, it's cold. Let's cuddle. Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, you might be on something, David. <laughs> Wanted to give a shout out to uh, John Cena, hero of the show, hero of me. David, did you see what John Cena, the award John Cena is going to be bestowed upon? No. He is going to be awarded the Sports Illustrated Muhammad Ali Legacy Award. When you think of Muhammad Ali, David, who's the first athlete you think of? Sonny Liston? No. Reasonable. George Foreman. No. Butterball. You're getting warmer and it's Butterbean. Butterbean, that's true. Butterball makes tur- Butterball is, is who, who provides the turkeys. Um, or really bad bacon. Gobble, gobble. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's like... Well, Butterbean John, John Cena. John Cena's not even in the like top 25 of the people that I think of, but when I... Do some digging into what the award is about. Yes, it makes sense. He is, in all sincerity, uh, which is hard for me with John Cena, but he is by far and away, like, miles ahead of Make-A-Wish's wish granted. Like, he's over Oh, he's, he's the number he's the number one yearly. He meets with, like, dozens. Two to three hundred kids a year? It's over, so it's over six hundred total, and the next closest, and this isn't to besmirch anyone else, but. I know it is. This, no. These are shots fired. No, because the next closest person isn't even close, and these are people that, like, it's it's when Babe Ruth retired, or when Will Chamberlain retired, retired and all of his scoring numbers were, like, way ahead of everybody else. Or like guys, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky still to this day, actually. That's the better analogy. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky to this day, his numbers are like, the only man I'd have sex with, Wayne Gretzky. What is that for? I think he's kind of sexy. What? Please tell me what that's from. That's from a band called Goldfinger. Okay. Oh. The song is called Wayne Gretzky. Are they Bloodhound Gang-esque? <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, shout out to John Cena, who I've been telling you guys for years was an American hero, and people said, oh, he's just the guy who dressed in clothes and ran. No, John Cena's a legit, like... Yeah, he dressed in clothes, how dare he? Yeah. I mean, who hasn't worn throwback jerseys and jorts? Cricket. 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 Do you want my jorts, by the way? Because I'll never wear them nope. again. <laughs> you said on this show you were pro jorts. I'm not, I'm pro, I, I am pro jorts. I'm pro. I'm not pro those jorts. Oh, I'm pro. I'm pro made jorts. I'm not pro purchased jorts. Right now, I need to give you a new Christmas gift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I wanted to also get your opinion because we only touched on it briefly. Our friend Colin Mackey, who I know is listening to the show, shout out to Colin. Uh, has been trying the keto diet the last couple weeks. Yeah. Had my opinion on the keto diet, as someone who has worked hard to lose weight, David, as someone who knows about the ins and outs of the keto You diet. lost weight, I found it. I, you know what, that's, that's... I don't want to... Bes- again, to use this word again, I don't want to besmirch you. You're a little tubby. You could lose about 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds. You, uh, 50 would put me back in high school uh, But I mean, you know, okay, yeah, you're a little overweight You got a little bit of a beer belly you don't yeah, well, look, yeah, I sit in my car all day and I sell beer for a living know, What you, the fuck you think's gonna happen? So, I mean, look, but there's no need to be down on your side I'm not Oh, I thought you were Anyway, the point being, so Colin's trying this diet And the basis of the keto diet is, as you pointed out It's a, well, I'll let you explain it But it's, there's no carbs at all 
or almost the only cards you get are the minimal amount that the body will take before it basically shuts down. And it instead replaces what you would get from carbs with fat. I mean pure fat. You butter. Butter. I've seen people on the keto diet who get a steak for lunch. Literally eat a stick of butter. And just put a legit, like, not a little bit that anyone would put on their toast, a huge chunk of butter on their steak. And I just go, first of all, that's gross. And it sounds delicious. This might surprise you coming from me, especially given the fact that I did used to weigh 293 pounds, but there is such a thing as too much butter. It's too much stuff. <laughs> on a steak, though? Oh, that's true. Hard to, gonna, gonna, like, gonna, can you imagine saying, disagree with you, like, I can't, I can't have one, uh, I can't have a singular piece of toast, toast. but I can have a quarter stick of butter. And I can eat that whole thing of the fat around the steak. That just to me is weird. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, keto, keto sounds to me like every other one of these fad diets that comes through every, like, three yeah. to five years. They all center around the same concept of, like, we need to get back to eating more like we were eating in... You know, the era when man was athletically more primed. I am a strong man! To which my response I'm is, sure. we were dying at 35. <laughs> oh I no, I have cholera, I'm going to die on Tuesday. I don't <laughs> think that, I, I don't think that the dietary uh -oh, tuber lifestyle. Tuberculosis, bye-bye for me. Oh god, dysentery, <laughs> cholera, <laughs> scurvy. Like <laughs> People are dying of scurvy. I mean, come on. That's modern, modern medicine is incredible. Right, and that's when the athletic prime of the human body is December 6th, 2018. That is where we are at our physical peak as a species. December I, 6th, yes. That day specifically. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Not December 4th, because that's the day we celebrate Jay-Z. Yes, on, on that day we rest. <laughs> Again, I'm just saying, make it all. I, I, I just, you know, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm kind of bashing Colin doing the thing, but like, yeah. I will support him, I will support him in endeavoring into it, yeah. but I think that it, like everything else that has to do with these sort of crash fad lifestyle, air quotes, lifestyle diets, is that you're denying yourself something and denying yourself something does not normally work it, well. It's hard because denying myself something was part of what made me able to lose weight, but it was incremental. Yes. I saw... You I, don't just go cold turkey. Oh, that... So, at my internship in 2017, uh, one of my coworkers went right into the keto diet. I mean, he dove head first and he got chills like his body just shut down day of i think it's just like it's such a shock and now that's not what they recommend but it's still like a and you know what i bet he had a hard time pooping I, that's another thing that you don't think about but would be a realistic like hey i have no i've nothing mm -hmm. moving in there you've got lots of fat and lots of protein things yeah. that don't break down super quick Preach, brother. Shout out to Washington D.C. We are one of the eight cities. Eight cities. Oh right. yeah, this is this is great segue there. Um, so throwback, the XFL existed. Mm -hmm. Jack and I like to make jokes about it all the time. How could it have failed? I mean, the, there's logistical reasons, but uh, in theory, logistical, it's, it's financial infrastructure. Um, you know, the fact that I don't know. Probably by the end of week. Five, two-thirds of the league was on the IR. Okay, that's just because they had poor ideas for health. But in theory, again, it's the extreme football. That's why they had the X. Oh, that's why they had the X, because people wanted that hard-hitting, gritting football. And sure. the reality, of course, as you found out, is that uh, hard-hitting, gritty football leads to tumultuous injuries. Career-enders. Career-enders. Uh, the only notable... Also, the quality of play was just atrocious. That, that also probably hurt the XML. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's let's not let's like let's not gild the lily. Well, he hate they me. were terrible. He hate me played in the Super Bowl for the Panthers. That's cool. And Tommy Maddox, who was their MVP, played. He started for the Steelers your quarterback for a year. Did anyone else play in the NFL? I can't promise you that anyone else in the XFL played in the NFL. I can't even promise you that I even got a tryout with a team. The point being that we want in on the DC XFL. No, we don't. I don't speak for David. I speak for myself. I want in on the DC XFL franchise. Let me name it. Let me endorse it. Let me talk about it. Let me be their announcer. Let me be their hype man. You want? I just I I don't see it's I, I don't see the XFL surviving again. Like you're they've already. Like hitched their, they've already hitched their wagon to so many things and gimmicks that are, yeah. that are They're, going to be played out and like either no longer important or like no seen as culturally backwards by the time the league gets off the ground. Right. In the same thing. Two that, and a half. The years. same thing that appealed people to the XFL in two thousand one is are the things are, are things exactly that are turning it that are that will be turning people away from it twenty years now, later. To Vince McMahon's semi credit, this time around it's. He is not tying it in with WWE, and he's not emphasizing the violent part. Like he just wants another league, but which I still don't think will work. But I think it's better. I think he's smart to go. All right, we're not going down this road. But he's like, how are they going to broadcast it? Is it going to be broadcast on the WWE app? Are they going to have like mainstream TV sponsors? Because I hate to break it to you, ESPN already has a, a football league that they play in the summer. It's called the CFL. Yeah. Hey, buddy. And there's also they also that. already they also have arena football. Like there's realistically only so much football yeah. that people want to watch or give a shit about. And what's weird is the NFL was its own thing forever in between when the XFL folded, and now there's three leagues suddenly starting. Yeah, the uh, American Alliance for Football, or as Tony Carnage calls it, the AF. Um, and the other one that just started today, what was the name? The, the Freedom Football. The League? Freedom Football League with T.O. and Ricky, Ricky Williams. Williams. Because that's, because those two, if I think of stick to itness, follow through, and financial success, I think of T.O. and Ricky Williams. I don't know if there are any two football players that embody like diametric di- di- jumping, like that dipping are, as quick as you can, and Terrell Owens and Ricky Williams. I cannot think of two. I also cannot think of two personalities who are more diametrically opposed. You have you have T, you have T.O. the team killer. And you have Ricky Williams, who was so... The team so killer, but because he was high. And because he has such bad social anxiety that he would wear that helmet he had with the dark visor mm-hmm. to in the locker room to do his post-game interviews with reporters. Like, he has that much level of social anxiety. So, yes, you're right. The idea of Terrell Owens... It sounds like a good buddy cop movie, but it sounds like a bad idea for them to be heading. It's, it doesn't even sound like a buddy cop movie. It sounds like it sounds like a, a version of Harold and Kumar going to White Castle where only one of them is getting high. <laughs> Who's playing Neil Patrick Harris in this role? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. <laughs> like, like, all of these things sound like, you know, to get super niche with it, but, like, there is uh, an Ultimate Frisbee apparel company that's, like, financial. The, the owners have financially vested themselves in this mixed-gender prof- semi-pro league where they're changing a bunch of the rules, like, they're you know, there's going to be fewer players on the field, and like it's going to be a smaller field, and like sort of like arena football. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be like an arena football version of of, of ultimate, and it just sounds like a clusterfuck. Like, I it sounds like it sounds it, it sounds like something that's not even going to get off the ground from the jump because they're not even going to 
stream it or broadcast it, they're going to be like, you have to come and see it. Yeah, which doesn't... Re- in 2018, you... I think you talked about this way in the Wayback Machine about um, MLS games. That like mm-hmm. There are games like you couldn't find on a Reddit stream site. And you're like, how is this happening in 2018 where I can't find, a, a, in theory, professional sports leagues games? It on- happens all the time with uh, like lower-level competition in especially yeah. Europe. With like the Europa League or you know the like the first like the playing grounds of the Champions League, like those are those aren't really broadcast like outside the country yeah, like, where the not, clubs it's, are. It's not like Tottenham who's going to be on NBC or NBC equivalent every Saturday. No, they're not even, they're not even on NBC equivalent like broadcast every Saturday, especially NBC Sports. Especially the way NBC has tiered the um, the soccer and like the other sort of I I, I struggle to describe them as more niche sports, but like. I guess the more niche sports. Well, um, no, because I mean rugby, uh, hockey. No, no, not hockey. Uh, hockey. I mean, hockey is a major sport. But like rugby, or if you want to watch like F one or cycling or horse racing, you have to get NBC Sports Gold. So on top of your cable package that you're already paying for per month, you have to then pay fifty dollars a year to get, in theory, like more niche sports. As you yeah, say, which is and like, I, it just doesn't make any sense, and like. Bleacher Report and TNT are doing Champions League this year, and I will be quite honest, it is atrocious. I, I like Stu Holden, and I like Steve Nash, but oh, I don't think the two of them together exactly. commenting on soccer, when Steve Nash never played at the professional level, n- has never worked in soccer at the professional level, so Steve Nash's opinions are about as valid and useful and insightful as mine. I have seen... Steve Nash, with my own eyeballs, I've seen Steve Nash kick a basketball into a basketball net. Yeah, I, I have seen it too. I also saw him head a ball in the in the dunk contest. Like, yeah, yeah. Steve Nash is a like was a very good soccer player, but he gave that up to play basketball. I mean, some people would say CM Punk has no MMA experience based on his two fights, and he's he doing got his ass kicked in both of them. And he's doing commentary now, so it can be done. <laughs> you know what? But when you fake fought for enough years, you can comment on a real fight. I guess. I mean, you can't apparently fight in a real fight if you're CM Punk. Here's a good rule of thumb. If you are in your late 30s with no athletic background, uh, with a history of concussions, and you're skinny fat, going straight from professional wrestling into mixed martial arts is not the best idea. For any of your listeners out there who this may apply to, just as a good rule of thumb. Just don't get into MMA. That's also a good rule of thumb because uh, there are probably better ways to make money. Because you will will end up with a traumatic brain injury. Right, and I mean, I don't know. Brains are important, man. We learned that from football. Mm-hmm. So on the XFL, and you have to, and then you're also forced to be in proximity to Joe Rogan and like, <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, knowing how much you dislike guys like Bill Burr, for example, Joe Rogan strikes me as someone you would not enjoy that. Oh, much. Joe Rogan's a fucking idiotic dickhead. <laughs> Joe Rogan strikes me as someone I would enjoy talking to for 20 minutes, and then would just be, co- and then would hope to not have longer than a 20 minute conversation. If that makes sense, Joe like, Rogan. Who, I can have pleasantries with him. Joe Rogan it. is the kind of guy who will play devil's advocate for people who don't need it. The other thing that happened on Thanksgiving was big news. They had the first trailer for the new Lion King movie. Did you see it? Yes, I saw part of it. I am excited. I mean, it's the Lion King. It's I, like, I'm not going to go see it. I know how it ends. Well, but still, like, we, there's no, there's no surprise here. Still, I mean, I, I knew how the presidential movies. Like, spoiler alert: Lincoln gets popped by, a, like, by an actor who. I don't, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch Mufasa get trampled by a water buffalo no, in high definition. That's true. That was already bad enough. In like that, that scene was brutal. <laughs> I don't need to cry again. Just. <laughs> 
Also, uh, I, Disney passed over us to do the voices of Timon and Pumbaa. I, but they, they picked uh, Who they pick? Seth Rogen and somebody else, and they're both funnier than I was going to say, I don't know who the other person is. I know Seth Rogen is Pumbaa in this scenario. With that laugh. Uh, that's Seth cool. Rogen's involved. He's funnier than we are. Um, oh, yeah. oh, I'm not going to besmirch his name. That's yeah. the third time I've used besmirch. I need to think of a better adjective. Uh, but yeah, the Lion Sully, Soil. This is why you went to college. So I, I want to see the new Lion King, but I, I don't have a burning desire to see it. I'm, in, I'm intrigued by it. I mean, me. Now, it's, if, they, if they bring the songs back, all right, I'm oh. intrigued. Oh, well, I am intrigued. I mean, you can get uh, Ty Dolla Sign to redo Can You Feel the Love Tonight. He's the new hook guy. I mean... <sighs> Yeah, but you know, Peter Gabriel kind of, kind of killed it. Um, Elton John. Oh yeah, yeah. El- Peter Gabriel was Tarzan. Yes, that's right. I think no, no. Well, he did do Tarzan, but the other one was uh, uh, Phil Collins did the, one of the Tarzan. I think mm-hmm. that either what it won the Oscar for best motion picture song that Tarzan song. It beat out Blame Canada from the South Park movie. Why do I know that? I don't know. But I know it. <laughs> I'm not questioning you on that one. I was fully ready to lose the Academy Award for best song, but just not to Phil Collins. That just really bummed me out. It's a bummer to be beaten by Phil Collins at anything in life. Anything else? I mean, we want to give our best to Cardi B and Offset. We, we have said on the show, we love Cardi B. She's we, a treasure. Yes, she is a treasure. Am I surprised that the marriage has crashed and burned? Not particularly. It's just sad. It is sad, but at the same time, I like they found love, brother. Did and they find love, or did they find love. infatuation? Ooh, that sounds like a good lyric to kind of think over. Um, to your point, and you, we were talking about this briefly before we went on the air. Your point about how quickly we went into it was like everything that they talked about. Like you know, I, I wanted to believe that it was going to be a strong relationship, but like. They both talked so often about how, like, you know, it was they were afraid of losing each other and like this, that, and the third. And like, a relationship built on fear isn't going to last. Yeah, it's there's, it's only asking for. And also, I mean, they're both famous, charismatic personalities. Uh, She is. Yes, she is. He is the second, the second most famous member of a third-person rap group, but. And it's Quavo, Offset, and uh, Praz, or whatever the fuck the third person's name. Takeoff. Takeoff. Takeoff wasn't even on Bad and Boot. I mean, as the, the whole that whole thing. That's the, the whole meme. Was, the <laughs> whole meme is they got left off of Bad and Boot. They'd rather have they'd rather have uh, Lil Uzi Vert's weird ass verse on it. Which, well, actually, you you defend. I'm pro Uzi. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about this in the car when we played the um, the. What was it? The carpool karaoke with the Migos. Yes. <laughs> Where they sang Sweet Caroline is only Migos can sing. And they, they gave they gave it that <laughs> Mobile <laughs> So anything else like job related you want to talk about? Or anything in your personal life you want to talk about? Um I think for me things that have been interesting has been reacquainting myself with the bar scene in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been spending time, I've been trying to sort of concentrate my efforts uh, at various spots. Um, H Street. Including Rebellion, where we went last yeah, week. Yeah, Rebellion had a had a tapping at Rebellion. Uh, that Rebellion's an awesome spot. Um, food is really good oh. there. <laughs> if you're ever going to Rebellion, everyone get, what, what do they call, do you remember what they call the mac and cheese? This is like the garbage pail or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think it was the garbage pail. Get that. It the, is. Uh, the, the pickled pickled peppers were too hot for Jack. 
Uh, how dare you? Man's never hot. Never hot. Man's not hot. Man's not hot. Man's, Man's not, not hot. hot. <laughs> Come on, if you're gonna quote Big Shaq, at least get it right. I wanted to. I wanted. To, I knew the quote. You think I don't listen to Big Shaq every day? No. You're right. I would. I would more <laughs> assume that you listen to Shaq West. Who's Shaq West? Mm, the guy who does the Mo Bamba song. <laughs> I forgot he did. And he's apparently oh. like. He's apparently childhood friends with Mo Bamba. How did that song become a hit? Shaq, actually. Really? Yes. Shaq played it on his Instagram. For God's sake. And it blew up. Then you know what? I take back anything bad I've said about the song Mo Bamba. It's a wonderful song endorsed by a wonderful... <laughs> and I mean, he's a... Uh, he was a... It was the, he was the Magic's first round pick this year. I know, but like, the song is just... <laughs> it's not a very good song. It's, it's, fi- it's, it's a charming. fine. It's, it's char- a fine party track. Yeah, it will go down with other party tracks like uh, "Getting Tipsy" and "Party Like a Rockstar." Oh, shout out to the Shop Boys for "Party Like a Rockstar." When we went to whatever that under eighteen club was, this it was wasn't even an under eighteen club. It was someone that somewhere someone had uh, rented out a like ballroom at a hotel outside, like on the like between Dupont and um, oh god, between like. Like, south of DuPont, north of Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right off of Mass Ave, that area. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone had rented a, a ballroom at a hotel and was, like, had a DJ and then had p- quite possibly the most bizarre... <laughs> we have to. We, the most bizarre... I don't even want to call it a concert we that I've to. ever been to. This has been one of the longest-running inside jokes between David and I for 20 11 plus years. At least 11 years. It was Actually, so almost 12 years, because it was yeah. early 07. Please explain. Was it 07? It was yeah. early 07. And um, then we, yeah, go ahead. So this was like, this was when, this was back when that was the hot thing to do, was to have like a, a, a kid's night, or like a, you know, yeah. a, an under 18 night. And it was, and it was fun. like a... Bars and stuff. I mean, it's a smart idea, you, co- you charge cover, it sort of... It keeps keeps the lights on. Um, you don't make any money. You obviously don't make any money on alcohol, but like you can get soda and you can get food. So like, and people get it's a fun environment. Yeah, like, we had a fun time. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, but the the one that we went to specifically brought out and brought out some some like small time DC rapper called Suave. Um, and I'll be honest, Mans had not read the room. <laughs> Like there was, man was not hot. <laughs> there was a lot of white faces in there, and this dude is like, he was doing a We Fly High remix. I remember that. Yeah, he did a We Fly High remix, and I think you and I were some of the few people who like recognized the beat when it yeah. dropped. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, he also, oh god, I, 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 here's what I remember most about that night. He did a shout out thing, and in between shout outs, there was a shotgun talking sound effect every yeah. single time. Yeah. So real quick, the best example of this that I didn't mention on the podcast was the shady narcotics intro. For example. It was, it, it went on for a solid like two and a half, three minutes, and by like the second or third shout out, you and I are looking at each other like, this isn't real. This and isn't real. And it just kept going. We could 
on the way home, we could not stop We couldn't laughing. stop laughing in the venue. No, it was so funny. We also went home and went on either like LimeWire or something to find any songs. We, that YouTube. We went on YouTube we to try and find YouTube. anything from him. Yeah, we don't do anything legal. Um, but, but I mean, we did plenty of things that were illegal as far as that is concerned, but it's been 10 years. I'm sure, whatever statute, whatever. I'm sure whatever statute of limitations at, exist of Come at me, RPAA. Yeah, I'll find you. RIAA. What's the RPAA? I just made that up. But yeah, and we couldn't find anything like yeah not even like a, a one song he, he wasn't even on dat piff like yeah. i have truly no idea where this guy came from and so even years later i think i remember hearing a radio ad that suave would be at a club it was like a 95.5 ad or something mm-hmm. and that suave would be a yeah this was, i immediately texted it you. was like it was like 2010 2011 it might have even been a little late in that because i pulled my car over i think or I stopped the red light and texted you. Me, I was like, I just heard that Suave is at a bar. like not that we were gonna go, but just like I kind of wish we had I, gone. Oh I'll be God. completely honest. I with wish. You. I feel like we we really missed an opportunity to catch a shooting star there. So Suave is the long, maybe one of our longest running inside jokes, and now you people are privy. Now to you all are privy to that weird night at a hotel ballroom somewhere outside of Dupont. And they played part. This was before it blew up. They played Party Like a Rockstar four or five times a night. Everyone, including us, because it was a hot song, we kept requesting it. I never requested shit there. Okay, I'm, I requested it. It was a dope song. We loved it. We, we, that Talk was about, like, I mean, a there, are, there are plenty of one-hit wonders we can mention, but, like, Woo! that is the one that sticks out to me the, like, it came and They went. truly icarus <laughs> They, like, they, they went from, like, not being on the billboard to like, I think it was like, I think it peaked no, at like number not, two. I think it, number yes, two. It peaked. It was. So it was it peaked at two on the Billboard Hot 100, and then like six weeks later, gone. You have never heard another song by Shop Boys. If you put a gun to David or I's head, and we know a lot about hip hop, I couldn't tell you a single other thing the Shop Boys. I made. couldn't even tell you if like if individual members of the Shop Boys have had features. I couldn't tell you any of the names of the Shop Boys. I couldn't tell you. I think there were three. I think. I, sure. That sounds reasonable. I mean, maybe there were probably more than two, realistically, because it's a it's a group. I imagine I, I I I like to in my mind imagine the Shop Boys like a um a broke ass version of of Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> they fancy themselves these like gallivanting revolutionaries and like well, really that, mus- that song is about bridging racial gaps about part like <laughs> and you know who are in Tribe Called Quest who. Who got more effed up? Who's gotten more effed up in history than rock stars? Like, Keith Richards somehow is still alive. Like, Nikki Six has been legally dead twice. Like, George Herbert Walker Bush is going to live as... Shout out to the homie. Herbert Walker Bush is dead. I'm saying that he lived as long as Keith Richards might live. That's That shouldn't be how life works. <laughs> Keith Richards should have died in 1976. I'm not saying I wish death upon him, but, but I just, just looking amazed, at him. Just amazed that he's just amazed that he's survived. The man wakes up and puts heroin in his arm for breakfast before he eats his cap and crush. That man, that man has a hot bag for lunch. Man's definitely hot. <laughs> Man's is definitely hot. Truly the hottest bag. Anyway, uh... I may have a... Speaking of underemployed, as we wrap this bad boy up like a turkey sub, I may have a job thing lined up. We Yeet! Might. Uh, don't want to give anything. It's like when David was searching for jobs. Don't want to... Don't want to... Play close up. to the vest. Exactly. Um, but this has been episode 17, I believe. 18. Uh, who's counting? 
Who's counting? That's a Chappelle reference. Would you like to take a bath with my daughters? They could learn something from you, and I heard you have a 16-inch penis. <laughs> 18. Well, who's counting? <laughs> um, but it's it's seven. It's something. It, who cares? Underemployed. Uh, we will. This will not be our last episode of the year. We got something special planned for y'all, right? Yes, we will have a year in review at some point soon. Um, we'll talk about various and sundry things. Our Favorite moments of the year, yeah. songs of the year. Um, we don't need to talk about video games of the year because we both know what we both know what our picks are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> mine's the one I mine's one of the few I played, and mine's the one I've been playing for 150 hours. Mine is the one of the other few that I've played this yeah. year. Fortnite. No spoiler alert. Uh, Not actually. Like I, I, I play Fortnite's fun. I play Fortnite. I enjoy it, but like, eh. yeah, I download. It's not. It's not revolutionary. You like Battlegrounds more, right? I do enjoy PUBG more, yes. yes. Uh, so I think there's a... It's, it's a different strategy. Like, I... Fortnite also, I think, is, is something that's better suited for computers than it is for consoles. It does make sense, because there's so much just yeah. moving around, and there's yeah. so much shit you have to put down. It does seem like a console game. Anyway, uh, before we go into too much Fortnite talk, we want to thank all y'all for listening. Shout out to... Uh, shout out to all y'all who listen. We have our loyal listeners. You guys are carrying the ship. This is episode 17, by the way. I yeah. just checked the Spotify. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Spotify. Rate, subscribe, give us five <laughs> <Exactly>. stars. <laughs> Do And again, tell all your friends to download the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> all we're asking is that you tell hundreds of your friends to download the show. You don't even, like... Don't even if, listen to it. If you want to just stream it and put it on mute, yeah. just to, like, spite your data provider or even just Spotify in general. Yeah. We won't... We're not going to complain. We're not going to stop you. Listen, anything you want to do to help us out, your friendly podcast neighborinos, we want it. So tag like how neighbor in it. I feel like I'm chosen. I'm covered in gold.